Rachel Gray. And I'm Debbie Ratcliffe. And welcome to our podcast. Speak. Yes. <laughs> a podcast from Being Studio. Being Studio is a community of artists with developmental disabilities. And today on Speak, we're going to hear from Annalisa Kiskis. So, Debbie, how would you describe Annalisa? She's fun. She's great. She's a great interpreter with sign language. And I love her because she's funny. Yeah, I think of Annalisa as somebody who is really um, clear on the fact that they've been on a journey. Um, do you feel like you've been on a, a journey to become an artist? I think so. I think so, yeah. Don't know where it came from, but yeah. <laughs> like, do you feel like you're at the, you've arrived at your journey or does it feel like it's ongoing? How do you it's think? It's ongoing still. I, the thing that I want to do is if I could get a studio for myself is build a huge like uh either a full dragon or just the head of a dragon but big has it been a difficult path to becoming an artist well i would say yeah from my heart surgery and all that jazz that happened before yeah, I didn't, I didn't know what I wanted to be, but then I, um, I, I either wanted to follow my dad's footsteps, which was the army, or I wanted to be a paleontologist. Those are the only two that I could think of, but then um Charlene found being studio for me and I loved it from the first step I went in it's a lot of fun it's a lot of dedication it's it's when you put your heart and soul and your work and it comes out beautiful how long did it take you to discover that you were an artist? Yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure if I have a straightforward answer to that question. Like I love making art when I was a kid and I think it was one of the few things I felt good at. But then um, for a long time, I didn't have the confidence to even think of myself as an artist. Like, I think I, I really started doubting that as I got older and I thought only certain, certain people almost had the right to be an artist and that those people would be like so dramatically talented or would be able to like draw perspective drawing at like a really young age or um, they would not struggle to, like they would just want to do art constantly. They would never want to stop. Um, and 
and I would look around sometimes at some of my friends and I thought they were much better at, at drawing. And so all those things made me feel like I couldn't be an artist. Like I should not even try because I, I just wasn't, it wasn't meant to be for me. Um, so it, I took a very windy path <laughs> and it took me a long time to realize, um, I don't want to say how ridiculous that idea is because I think there's a lot of things that make us feel that way. Like I, I don't think that idea came from me that came from the world, but it took me a long time to learn how to, how to block that out and that be, I, I could define how I wanted to be an artist. Yeah. And your artwork is beautiful. Thank you. Uh, I would say it's, it's just a huge gift. Like it's just such a weight off me to stop looking around, like to stop this thing where every time I make a drawing, I think, is that good enough? Like, am I good at art? Should I be making art? You know, like to just lay that aside and um, just get to create. Yeah, it's like, okay, I know you're here. I know you're trying to tell me I'm not good enough to do that, but shut up and get out yes yeah exactly exactly shut up and get out and you push that, that those thoughts away for long enough and it's not like they go away totally but they certainly don't have as much power as they used to yeah it's like i'm bigger than you so suck it up buttercup <laughs> exactly <laughs> and yes they're fighting words <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm Anissa Kiskis, I'm from Being Studio, and I am part of the board member. Um, I'm a very creative person. Uh, I love to tell stories, I love to paint, I love to draw. And since I was a kid, through my artist journey, I, I see myself as a kid drawing on furniture. When I first draw on the furniture since I was a kid, my dad usually, usually yelled at me and he said, don't draw on furniture. Um, and then I grabbed my sketchbook and I just draw what I feel. I go with my heart. As a kid, uh, I was small, I was skinny. Um, I loved to run, walk, tap dance, and ballet. My room was so big. It was pink. I have a bed. I do have uh, dresser drawers. I got clothes <laughs> all over the place. I do make messes. And when I draw or paint, I still make messes. I have, still have like videotapes all over the floor. Like uh, VHS uh, tapes. My dad is tall. He's big. He wears glasses like me. I love his smiles. And I love his bushy beard. I, I love to pull it. And he is very generous, very outspoken. And he's taller than me and he's louder than me. And he loves to talk a lot with a lot of people. It was 13 years when I first started Heart of Ottawa. 
and ever since I did painting and drawing that heart, I can see my dad crying with tears, and he said to me, Annalisa, I'm very proud of you. Please continue with your artwork. I just keep on going with my art, my painting, and my drawing, and I know what I feel inside my gut, sometimes my heart, my mind, my body, and soul. My mother is a self-hearted person, and I, and I get this from her. And I do have a big heart, because I love to share it with the world and to public. The mind is like a mindset, so I use my mind to think and what to say. The body is taking care of yourself, it's about nourish yourself and loving yourself uh, about your body. The soul is like a spirit, uh, a spirit that goes everywhere in the world or up in heaven. Uh, from the mind, the body, and the heart and soul, it's, it's, it's about everything. Art is about everything. So the heart is from the heart, the mind is the mind, the body is the body. Uh, the spirit to, to the soul is like we, we do things with our hands that goes on the paper or canvas or when we write uh, stories. My art hero is Frida Kahlo and she's very inspiring and all her artwork that she does with her pain and struggles and that's what I love about her, she's more inspirational to me. She helped me with my artistic journey wherever I am and wherever I go. Now I got three moms, my stepmom, my birth mom, and Frida Kahlo, my, my third mom. I inspire her the way she inspires me, and when she inspires me, she treats me like I'm, I'm her third daughter, and she knows how I love doing art, and she's very proud of me that I'm doing a lot of wonderful arts, and she's very proud of what I'm doing so far. I don't want to get into personal details about her pain and struggles, but the way she described it in her painting is what she feels uh, tight in her heart, tight in her mind, her body. But her soul and spirit will live on. I think Freya Kahlo and my journey is linked together as one. And we both same struggles and pain and lost. We both connected because we grieved together. I struggle with my marriage and her marriage and her body with pain, but she had several operations. And for me, I don't have any operations, but I do have other pains that uh, inside my body, different type of um, arthritis pains. How do you think we learn to live with pain? It's hard. Um, it's tough, we grieve a lot, and especially with my marriage and her marriage, we both connected because we have different, different marriages uh, go together, but I feel uh, what I feel inside. I hear a lot of things, and my 
when I do a lot of research on her, but also myself, uh, I hear how she used her voice and how she talks about herself has different type of tone and different colors in her voice. And when she expressed that, she used it to paint uh, on the canvas a picture of herself, like self-portraits. More like vibrant, more like multicolored. It makes like different types of purple, bright colors, pink, blue, uh, oceans, smell of oceans, like being on a beach. I describe my own voice in the same way she does, with different types of multicolored blend together. I don't have I don't have a favorite color, but I like purple. Sometimes I feel overwhelmed. Sometimes I do get frustrated with work. Sometimes I take I use my voice uh, loud and. Not the way I, I wanted to talk, the way I wanted to talk. Yeah. Um, sometimes I meditate. I do some coloring on my iPad. And I do writing if I feel like it. If I feel like, if I, I like to paint or draw. Uh, in my uh, sketchbook. Silence feels like just quiet and peace and you don't hear anything. I like birds. I like oceans. Uh, I love to walk on beautiful green grass. I love walking on leaves like hearing the crunch sound of the leaves. I smile a lot. And I love to laugh. I do have sense of humor. Um, my favorite thing to smile when I see something like radar collar or I see things that make me smile when I see people smile or people laugh. Sometimes cry. Sometimes people cry with joy. Being artist to me is like walk in the park. An artist is like doing drawings and paintings and I can see myself doing it and when I look at uh, somewhere in a mirror like if I see, see myself in the mirror I can see a, a little girl wanting to come out and do, and do the work and do the painting do the drawings and and that's who I am uh, as an artist. Um, when I see myself in the mirror, I can see the girl is me. Not just an adult, but when I see her as a kid, she knew that I have a talent of doing art. I want people to get to know me and I want people to see how beautiful I am 
gorgeous I am, um, the way I had me, soft-hearted, stubborn, I'm all of it. I'm a full package deal. It's hard to describe it, but since I was a kid, I, I, I since I was a kid, I usually get bullied uh, in elementary school and sometimes in high school too. Uh, it affected me a lot. And since I wasn't happy in Toronto, I came t to Ottawa. And since my dad got sick, we moved here with my stepmom and her mom. Well, since Mark left me, um, I felt hurt. I feel lost. I suffer a lot. And my, I saw myself, like, lost. I don't know where to go. But with being studio, it lifts me up. And be strong. Be tough. And I, I overcome it. And with art, I can really bring it out into my work, into my artwork. When I see the butterfly in my, uh, inside my heart, I bring it all of it out. I, all, all my images of pictures in my mind. And I use that to put it into my canvas or my drawing or painting. Or, when I write stories about it. And I feel the butterfly in my heart because I, I expand. I want to uh, learn more. I want to learn more outside my comfort zone or think outside of the box. My relationship with butterflies is like once you're in the cocoon, you want to get out of the cocoon and open your wings and fly to the next journey of your life. And I love the sun. It's warm and cool. I can feel it in the back of my head. I can feel it somewhere uh, in my body. And I feel warmth uh, all around me. It feels like I'm part of that world. I'm part of that uh, artistic world. And this was, this is what I really am right now. With the art, with art world, it, you have to use all your imagination, all of your heart, all of your spirit and your body. That it leads to another world that you want to really use that art world to bring out all of your talents into your artwork and, and feel the most that you need to fill, to fill you up and be strong and be tough. But use all your attention into your artwork and become a beautiful thing. Your artwork is a beautiful thing. My art world is going to New York City and going to school and I love to visit Mexico City and that's where my inspiration comes from is Frida Kahlo.
and I can see the city, I feel the city, I can hear traffic, I can smell food, I can touch things, buy things, buy clothes, buy shoes, or buy a brand new iPad. Yeah. My relationship with Frida Kahlo is like full of life. And when she, when she was a, a child or a baby, and she grew up being a teenager and an adult, she knew what to, to expect. She used her, her ambition, her her termination. She used her life in her in her life artwork that she puts out to the world, the people who can look at her work. And I'm doing the same with mine, with my artwork. I wish I could meet her in person. Well, my journey of being an artist is being uh, fun. Uh, having great stories and art is like telling the story. And what I developed, my art stories is like, wow, that is me. I love to sing, I love music, I like Celine Dion, and one song from her, it, my heart would go on. And that's my favorite song, since me and Mark danced to that song. I have a, a necklace with a heart shape that my dad gave me, and that heart always with me all the time. It's about me, it's about Mark, it's about life, it's about art and about myself and my family and my friends. Of course. Okay, um. Every night in my dream I see you I feel you That is how I know you Go on Near, far, wherever you are, I believe the heart does go on. Once more, you open the door, and you hear in my heart and my heart will go on and on speak is hosted by debbie the dragon ratcliffe co-hosted and produced by rachel gray music done by jesse stewart our audio technician is aaron flynn and the podcast is presented in collaboration with CHUO 89.1 FM in partnership with Bronson Rise, a collective impact initiative of the Bronson Center. Thank you for listening. If you like our podcast, please tell your friends, your neighbors, your family, anybody that you know. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.